0: Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mindful Moment podcast. I'm so excited to introduce our first guest, Josh Mentions. He's an accessibility advocate, stand-up comedian, entrepreneur, an all-around awesome guy in St. John's, Newfoundland, who's been making waves, pushing for a more accessible and inclusive city. Thank you so much for joining me today, Josh.
1: I thank you for having me on the show.
0: So I guess to start off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh Yeah, do you have ten hours? (laughs) We got a bit of time. (laughs) No, I won't take that long. Um, well, you kind of summed it all up in the entry, to be honest. Uh, I'm a comedian, uh, for about like a year now. A year and a bit, so I'm kind of new, but you know, I'm having it, having fun. Um... I run a business that uh, helps businesses and residential homes uh, become more accessible. So we're doing a lot with that right now. Uh, We're currently renovating two homes and we're looking into a bar downtown to renovate to see if we can make them accessible. Uh, what else do I do? Well, I'm on YouTube these days. I I got two YouTube channels. I got one for my company. Uh do not much up there right now. It's only a, it's a new one just one video. And then I, I'm, I'm more active on my it's now YouTube page, where I host a show called Community Talks. So that's uh that's about me in a nutshell.
0: That's excellent. Um, so your YouTube channel, like is are you focusing on stand up comedy? Are you focusing more on skits? Like is there any one way that you find yourself leaning more than another?
1: Uh, in terms of my comedy YouTube channel? Yes. Okay. Um, well yeah, I'm thinking skits. Um I already got one up there called on uh, the man who doesn't know what a spoon is. <laughs> Um, I did that with the Independent Nicole Foundation when I worked with them for the 48-hour comedy sketch challenge, so that was real fun to do. Um, I'm used to live comedy, I'm used to being up on stage, so to be honest, going on YouTube is a whole different ball game. I'm still kind of getting used to it. Um, but. I'm going to go with skits because I realize a lot of the stories that I tell on stage can easily become YouTube skits. No problem at all. You know me well enough. You can probably vote for that. (laughs)
0: Absolutely.
1: So I actually got a a group of friends who own a production company called Oops. Oops Productions. And they're actually going to be helping me with my comedy channel.
0: Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, um, so they're
1: going to be helping me record and and editing and all that good stuff. That sounds awesome.
0: Um, in terms of doing the stand-up comedy itself, uh, for those that don't know, Josh, you are um, in a wheelchair.
1: What? No.
0: <laughs> I don't know if anybody's told you yet. Oh, man. Um, but for the listeners who aren't aware.
1: Everything um, makes so much more sense now. <laughs>
0: Um, have you found it hard, uh, I, I know St. John's is not a very accessible place to be, but have you been finding it hard getting, I mean, now with COVID you're not getting gigs regardless, but no. prior to the pandemic, <laughs> did you find it hard to like find locations that were accessible or that could work around what you needed?
1: Uh, yeah, 100%. It was very difficult and uh, it's it really it's it more even more difficult and more frustrating when there's four four nights a week there's a comedy event going on in a different place. So Monday the Thursday it's uh so like I'll give you the example, Monday would call Mr. Mondays. And that was the hell down at the grapevine, and that was the one where I went to. Uh, that's the one that caught up for like, you know, new people looking to get into comedy. Um, they're looking to try new material. It's Monday. Right. There's no one fucking there on a Monday, <laughs> right? You do whatever the fuck you want on Monday. There are more comedians there than audience members to be honest. But in order to get into the building, I need to bring my own little ramp. Cause it's one, one step up and I can't even get the bathroom while I'm in there. I going to go across the road to use the freaking medicine. So it was hard, but that was the only place I could go to. Now, to be said, um, one of my comedian friends, Andrew, had started running a show at Peter Eastern's. And I went there a little bit before Christmas while the COVID numbers were alright. And uh, to be honest, I thought I only went twice. Excuse me, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, I only went twice um, because I started feeling uncomfortable about going because, like, they did all they could with COVID restrictions. Like, they wiped out a microphone after every every comic. They had hand sanitizer and everyone wore the mask. But there wasn't much room for social distancing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've been to Peter Eastern Pub, but in a very small pub. Yeah. So, um, I am the new, I am the comedian down there. However, uh, I haven't been down there, uh, since. So I'm just waiting for, uh, COVID to end, God hope it will be soon, and then I'll start going down there again.
0: Absolutely. I guess YouTube is definitely the next step. I mean, between that and TV and movies and documentaries, it's all kind of the most socially distant you can be from an audience, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I am involved in uh, a documentary. You said documentary, reminded me uh, of uh, a project that you I'm know, involved in. And uh, again, with Oops Productions, they are, um, they are doing a documentary about accessibility in the and they're demonstrating uh, on the and yes, they're going to be saying, kind of uh, it but they also want to kind of show the potential of what Newfoundland could be. Because I've said it before, and I'll say it again, I, I truly believe Newfoundland can be the crown jewel for accessibility. Uh, we just need to uh, work together to achieve it.
0: Absolutely. Um, so, all of that being said, you did touch on accessible L briefly. Uh, did you want to elaborate a little bit more about your role and how this project came about? I guess in the first
1: place. Uh, do you want to hear the the, the, the real story of the piece. <laughs> <laughs> Well I know like the, the real story. Bullshit, you know? <laughs> I
0: know
1: the real story, so that's <laughs> entirely up to you. <laughs> oh. I get my own started when uh see it this way. <laughs> when I wasn't able to get into into a certain establishment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and because of that, I, I realized that like, I've been living here all my life. Uh, I'm 28 years old now, and, and not a lot of change in terms of accessibility. So I decided to get the community together, could have figured the only way to get anything done is to get people together, and at the very least, bits about it. <laughs> but uh, So, through so doing so, I made a Facebook group called Accessible Now. And not long after, um, the group actually blew up overnight. I got about 300 people overnight. And, uh, and that's where I met my current business partner, Kelly. Then Kelly heard about my uh, HS10 Facebook group through a mutual friend of ours. And then she contacted me and we're looking to help. And now together we are partners and we are uh, doing whatever we can around the city to make it more accessible. And to be honest, I don't know where I'd be without her because uh, I know no idea what I am doing. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of uh, running it as a business until I met her. Yeah. But that's her specialty. That's what she knows about. So she doesn't really have the connection in the disability community like I do. And I don't have the connection in the business world, she does, or the knowledge. So we both are two very different people, but we work really well together because we take most of our, I guess, interest and knowledge and put it in each about now. Uh, and we really get a unique product and it's, uh, it's going great so far. And I can't really I can't wait to see uh, where we'll be with accessible now in five or so years.
0: Absolutely. Are there any particular projects that you guys find you're working on right now? Like anything in particular you're moving towards?
1: Uh, well, right now um, I don't see it. I think I said earlier uh, we're renovating two houses. Mm-hmm. Um. No, this is kind of where I guess, Kelly knows more about it than I do because she also has experience in billing and contracting and all that good stuff. So and she's willing to find creative solutions for accessibility problems. So this bore her line of work and obviously i help out where I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now she's renovating a house for a friend of hers that was newly disabled. Mm-hmm. We're actually making a video about her that should be coming out soon. We're going to try to help raise money for GoFundMe. But uh, long story short, she's been in the hospital for a couple months because she can no longer walk and she wasn't able to get into her house. Right. So we've been helping around and renovating her house, and we're almost ready to get her back home.
0: That's excellent.
1: Yes, it is. And we're really glad to be able to help her out. And there's uh, a lot of hard work, but it really pays off in the end when you really help someone really get in to get their life back. And it really means a lot.
0: Absolutely. It, it sounds like really rewarding work, just, you know, spiritually and emotionally, too. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of why I am. Just one of the reasons why I started Community Talks. Um, Community Talks is something in the series on our YouTube channel that I thought of. And I'm going to be honest, i completely running it on my own here. <laughs> uh, which is great. I'm learning a lot. Uh, but uh, the it has it up and down but what I'm getting at is I started Community Talks as a way to get to know people in the disabled community. People who are in the group, HSYL because I understand that there's a lot of people out there who want to voice their concerns and they don't really have a place to do that.
0: Right.
1: So, that's kind of what I'm offering the community talks.
0: Absolutely. Um, have you found that the government bodies themselves have been a help, a hindrance, kind of non existent?
1: <laughs> uh, no, 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 not really existent, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I do know someone who is running for office who is in a wheelchair. Her name is uh, Brenda. Mm-hmm. And I've known her and she was actually one of the different people who's uh, joined Expo now. So her name is Brenda Walsh. And she's running for NDP.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: And her main... Um, point is accessibility and she wants to make you the any more accessible So I would strongly encourage your listener to go out and vote. And uh obviously voting you want in a free country, but phone NDP why not?
0: <laughs> Take a political stance. There you exactly. go. <laughs>
1: it's um there's only the first episode.
0: <laughs> so Uh, Like, all of that combined, you have such a busy schedule. You have so many projects that you seem to be working on. Do you ever find that you're running out of time? Like, that you've committed to more than what you are capable of doing? Or are you finding that you're balancing it well?
1: I find I'm balancing it well. To be honest, from the outside looking in, it looks like a lot. And it is a lot. I am involved in a lot. However, it's not all happening at the same speed. Does that make sense? Definitely,
0: definitely. Yeah,
1: for example, we community we community talks. Um, I release one video of community Talk, one video per month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only have episode. I got episode number one up. I got episode number two up, but it, it's scheduled to be uploaded. because you can do that with YouTube? Freaking brilliant. So, that's coming out on <laughs> uh, February the 11th. And as I'm talking, I'm looking at my screen and I'm editing uh, episode number three. <laughs> so, and I got five, five episodes recorded so far. Okay. I recorded my fifth one today. Uh, but again, you near know, once a month. So, I got plenty of time to do these and work on, so I can easily leave it for a day or two to work on another project. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm also trying to, as I said, come up with a video for my YouTube comedy challenge. Yeah. But again, that's not every day. That's, we got a one so far. Mm-hmm. So my, my, yes, I'm doing a lot. But not all at the same time. That's fair. So, I find, uh, I find I'm managing it pretty well, to be honest, I would, I would like to be streaming more.
0: <laughs> well, that being said, have you thought about adding more, you know, more segments or anything to any of the channels? You have, can we get an insider look into what's coming down the pipe a little bit?
1: Yeah, you know, well. <laughs> I'm thinking of having a spinoff of community talks. Mm -hmm. So when I do do my YouTube videos, comedy or otherwise, um, I put in subtitles. Right. Obviously, I want to make it more accessible. Now, by doing so, I, I use a program that spits out subtitles. So I put in the video and it renders in and it spits out the subtitles. And it does a pretty good job, it really cuts down on uh, on the work that's needed to do subtitles. It gets my guests about 90% of the time, but the funny part is, and this is when the spinoff comes in, it doesn't do me very well. <laughs> 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 Uh, obviously, I have a, a little bit of a pizza impediment. I don't know if you noticed that.
0: <laughs> I had no
1: idea. <laughs> yeah, I, like I had no idea I was in a wheelchair in the beginning of this show. Uh, right? Episode.
0: We're learning right. new things.
1: I'm <laughs> learning a lot of things today. Uh, anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't understand me very well. So some of the things that it comes up with, I think, are quite funny. Like, For example, at one point, it started saying, I was nothing but a simple country girl. <laughs> okay. uh, and I was just saying, like Reagan, really good. Apparently, I really like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wanted to have my guests come back, and they're going to read out the script with me. Uh, and read it out exactly as I want after the... But obviously, I gotta edit it, right? Right. So if I'm putting it in the, the regular video. But I'm gonna take those unedited scripts, fresh from the AI mind, and uh, read them out uh, on camera and just have a, have a laugh.
0: That sounds amazing. <laughs> I can only imagine some of the gems that you get. Out of AI is trying to listen to you. I'm I'm so curious to see how my transcription program does on this episode.
1: Oh, you're and gonna laugh! <laughs> I'll have, gonna have to share laugh. it with you. <laughs> Please do. Oh man, you're gonna have so much fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. That that sounds awesome, though. Between that and the skits themselves and community talks, I mean, you there's so much content that. Is potentially coming up over the next year, and I'm for one, I'm very excited to check it out. I'm really enjoying community talks in particular.
1: Well, thank you. I uh, put a lot of work in them, and it really I'm enjoying getting to know the community. Uh, so first, what I did was Hippie junior, and I've never met the guy before. Mm-hmm. That was my first time meeting the guy, and he seemed like it really a really awesome dude. So, I really, uh, been to know a lot of people this way.
0: Yeah, after that episode, I checked him out and his music and everything, and I guess shout out to Hippie Jr., it's fantastic. So.
1: Shout out to Hippie Jr.! <laughs> oh, man, I gotta send him this. Uh, no, I've been talking to him already, and then he, uh, he sent me some sneak peeks of some of his music that's coming up. Oh, that's awesome. Beautiful guy. And he, uh, recently he did a video, he, MTV did a story on him because he was using hip-hop to, uh, um, raise food for the homeless.
0: Oh, that's so for cool. The,
1: for the food banks. So, he was using hip-hop, uh, putting a spin on it, and they do the, do the, do the, do the stigma when, when it comes to hip-hop, unfortunately. Yeah. And they trying to, uh, trying to change that stigma, you know, so he's a really cool guy, and for everyone that's listening right now, go check out Hippie Jr.
0: Absolutely, shout out to Hippie Jr. He's He seems like a super, super nice guy, I'd love to have a chat with him sometime.
1: Oh man, yeah, I, I, I can see if he wants to talk to yeah.
0: <laughs> you. You'll be my go-between, are you? You're my liaison? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I knew we were friends for a
1: reason. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, so a, whole, a whole friendship or 11 year friendship. <laughs> and the leading up to that moment for yep. you to meet Hippie <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I saw I saw you in class and I was like, you know what? That guy is going to take me places. <laughs> <laughs> Um, There is one other topic, though, that I definitely wanted to broach with you, um, Uh because I obviously don't have the same viewpoint that you and members of the accessible community have. Um, But do you find that the pandemic has been impacting people with disabilities more so than, I guess, the bog standard kind of person? Like, I know... I, for one, have been having a hard time dealing with the pandemic in terms of being so isolated. But do you find that it's more impactful on people who were struggling to get out in the first place? Like between the snow, between getting into places, stuff like that?
1: Uh, I yes, it's extremely hard. And definitely, obviously, depends on uh, the person. Everyone's different. Mm -hmm. But for the majority, it's very difficult. And these people... Um, need to rely on sometimes other people to do to help them out. Yeah. And uh, sorry, can I restart? <laughs> of course. You call, can you ask me the question again?
0: <laughs> um, so, do you find people with disabilities are being impacted more by the COVID nineteen pandemic and everything that goes along with it?
1: Yes. Uh, they're being impacted a lot. And it's really hard. Like, there's, there's endless amounts of examples out there. And it really depends on the individual themselves. But as a community, it's a lot more difficult. busy since now you're going to be isolated. and um, You need to rely on people to deliver you groceries. A lot of these people are not able to go out. Because of the pandemic, maybe they got a suppressed immune system and they're more vulnerable than the average person. Uh, which happened a lot in the disability community or maybe because of the snow, they have trouble getting in and out of the door and they never out. So it's, uh, it's really hard for uh, people in our community to get through the COVID, not let alone, COVID winter.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? So it's, uh, but we well, did a lot of support out there, and i found a lot of people on Now. They're very supportive people. They'll really listen to what you have to say and really uh, help you out in any way they can. Um, I couldn't be more proud of uh, our Accessible community.
0: That's really nice. That's, it's so nice to know that the community comes together and especially in, you know, these unprecedented times, these times of hardship. I mean, we started off last year with Snowmageddon and and then it just, pardon the pun, snowballed out of control from there. Hmm. So it's, it's definitely nice to know that, you know, you, you put into place a, a way for these people to be able to connect a bit better. Um, to be able to, you know, laugh with one another and relate to one another and have that kind of social connection that a lot of people aren't getting right now because of, you know, the pandemic, because they're so isolated. Mm. You know?
1: Yeah. yeah it's, not a, it's not an easy time for other people. But yeah. we'll, we'll, if we bring a band together, we'll get through um,
0: Absolutely. It's it's weird to think about that this pandemic's almost, you know, reaching its first birthday. So <laughs> Oh man. This right? is wild. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and the Say numbers good. are always fluctuating and we're doing good and then we're doing bad and then we're doing good
1: again. Yeah, man. Stay indoors, man. Yeah. Don't go outside. <laughs>
0: don't don't go outside. Wash your hands. You filthy animals. Um, don't lick shopping carts. What what was it that Haggy said? He said, Don't lick the shopping cart handles. What? You'll get you'll get
1: COVID. You in there?
0: Haggy, he's our he's our Minister of Health for Newfoundland. Oh. He, wow. he he had a couple gems. He made a couple comments about Tinder and stuff like that too. So
1: Was he drunk?
0: No, no, he's oh. he's a very very serious looking man actually.
1: Alright. Well, now the question is, if you had to address it, and if you need to tell people not to make shopping carts, it, you, like, it makes you wonder how many people like shopping carts. Right? It, it really makes you wonder.
0: I'm, now I'm wondering what they taste like, so...
1: Like, how big is, the problem? is this problem? with the new epidemic? It's
0: <laughs> a shopping cart livers. <laughs> could be could be um, <laughs> well we are we are just reaching half an hour here now um so I guess we'll we'll clue up a little bit I kind of unless you have anything else you'd like to discuss or touch on or if you have any questions
1: or <laughs> You know, like, when we talk, uh, like, but I wasn't always oh, going to say it in real life, but when, <laughs> 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 when we talk in person, there's always somebody new I'm going to say, all right? Oh, yeah. For but, sure. Uh, but, like, uh, it's never, I never remember everything.
0: There there have been some gems. Um, some of them are definitely not appropriate to share no. with uh, no. with.
1: The general public. <laughs> exactly. So I'm trying to think of the appropriate ones. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, do you, um, I know you know, but, uh, the outhouse guys. Yeah. I'm actually gonna be doing a video with the outhouse guys.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're, we're uh, actually gonna, I'm taking a meeting now on Sunday. So we're gonna take, uh, three stories. For my comedy routine, and we're gonna be acting them out on screen, and reenacting them.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be doing the elevator story.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which, uh huh. Which I know you know that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we're gonna be doing the old lady giving me money story. <laughs> you were there for that one. I was
0: there for that one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, we're gonna go for the strip club story.
0: Oh, good.
1: That's yeah. that's some gems. So <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna, the boys are gonna try to figure out a way to combine it all. And the idea is, right now is I'm gonna be going over there. I'm gonna be drinking a beer with him in the sand, and then I'm gonna start telling a story, and yeah. then it like pans out to me and the guy reenacting the story that I'm telling.
0: That sounds absolutely amazing.
1: Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I can't I, wait.
0: I'm so excited to see
1: it. Oh, uh, yeah, I met, I met him on, um, I met the guys on Zoom, and they're, they're pretty cool guys, I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, the guy, um, the main guy, name is Jason. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, uh, he's pretty cool. He's uh, a little bit quiet, but he's funny. And the other guy, uh, the guy who played the Beeman, his mm-hmm. uh, name is Marcus. And, uh, no, they're, they're, they're both pretty really funny. And, uh, I, I feel like I made a good first impression on them because I kind of made them laugh a lot when I was talking to them. <laughs> so that's always a good thing.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I'm in a group chat with, uh, two of them and their editor on, uh, on Facebook, so. It's, very exciting. It's, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to work with you guys.
0: Very, very exciting. Yeah. I, I, for one, I can't wait to see it. I love The Outhouse. Outhouse is some of the best Newfoundland content I have ever seen. So.
1: Yeah, they do a really good
0: job. Yeah. It's really Shout out funny.
1: to The Outhouse. Guys. Shout out
0: to The Outhouse,
1: yeah. Hippie Jr. and The Outhouse, guys.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to have a bunch of links, I think. Yeah. I'll, I'll put up some links in the description of the hm. podcast so that listeners, you can go check out Hippie Jr., you can check out The Outhouse.
1: <laughs> I'll give you my links, too. And you come check me out.
0: Yes, of course. I will definitely be linking your campsite so that everybody can find all of the places where you're active.
1: <laughs> awesome. I got two of them. I got one for comedy and one for business. Business and pleasure. Good idea. Yeah, business and business. So If you would share about it, I would be very much appreciative.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I'll make sure that a link goes up in the description um, so that people right. can find you wherever you are. And uh, yeah, the the campsite is super convenient too. It really is because it's one link, and all of your stuff is there.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> It might not be good for the older, uh, the boomers now. I, I sent it to my dad. And, uh, I said, Dad, I'm a social media whore now. Uh, please, uh, please support your son by liking and subscribing. It said, well, do, ha ha ha. I don't know, It's no, seriously, no, please do it. One of the hardest things to do as a YouTuber is getting people to hit that goddamn subscribe button. And he said, what do I do? <laughs> and I said, you click YouTube, and then you click subscribe. So I said to the campsite thing, but I don't think you realize right away that they were links.
0: Yeah.
1: So I like, what do I do? And I'm like, just you press YouTube <laughs> and hit subscribe. He said, okay, I'm done. <laughs> there you go. Took
0: a bit of yeah. effort, but your dad's yeah. a subscriber now. That's good. Yeah.
1: Great man. It's man. Shout out to dad.
0: (laughs) Shout out to Josh's dad. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing all the name drops. (laughs) Trevor mentions your star.
1: Dad's a good (laughs) dad.
0: Yeah. He's a good guy. He's like the dadliest dad I've ever met. I think.
1: Yeah, you've it He
0: he is the definition. He, like he looks like a dad. He acts like a dad. He's just <laughs> very much a dad.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. he's a good he really guy. Is. I like him. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I think we're going to clue up this episode here then. Um, So as mentioned, people can obviously find you on your campsites, uh, plural campsites. I will link both in the description. Um, Both of those can be found in the description for today's episode on Spotify, on Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You should be able to find it um there will also be links on the website with the transcription uh, it should be right up at the top and you can find all the links to everybody that we mentioned including Josh's dad um, <laughs> on the website with the transcription <laughs> um as always thank you so much for joining me today on the mindful moment podcast the transcription to today's episode as well as details on how to connect with me as well as Josh will be available on the website Please like, follow, share the podcast, help us grow a bit. And I'd love for you to connect with me on social media. If you're out there listening, let me know what you thought about today's episode, what you'd like to see in future episodes, uh, what you think of my lovely guest for today. If there's anybody in particular you'd like for me to have chats with, anything at all, feel free to reach out to me, Instagram, Twitter. I'm very active on social. Um, but yeah, so that, that about does it. Thank you so much for joining me, Josh. I'm really happy to listen back to this.
1: Well, thank you forever, man. I'm going to go poop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, all right. That, that, that about does it. <laughs> <laughs>